This desert sanctuary was built by aliens. I'm Jason Horton. I'm Rebecca Lieb. And this is Ghost Town. me and i don't you don't at all <laughs> not for 10 years not for two years, years not for five minutes you actually just wandered into my apartment yeah if you don't know me you don't know that i love the desert i love i feel yeah, like i started you- have i started this podcast at least two other times saying that i love the desert i don't know but i always notice some pictures of you and i'm like you're in the desert and I, like, I love the i desert. don't even know how to get how do you even get to the desert <laughs> you drive there on the 10 oh yeah, sorry. Oh. That's not a, I didn't get like beamed in like a ray of light from here to the desert. I love the desert. I grew up, as you all know, in all of you, all four of you who are listening to this begrudgingly on your commute uh, in Wisconsin. And we grew up around lakes and heavily forested areas. It was fairly rural. Um, but when I came to LA about a decade ago, uh, going to the desert was like going to a different planet. It was like dreamlike and strange and arid. And there was these like flowers blossoming that looked like crazy. A lot of bandanas. Bandanas, long graying braids, turquoise jewelry, uh, tumbleweeds, whispers. I loved it. I I loved it. I ate it up. Um, So I cannot wait to talk about one of my favorite structures in the desert. Um, this structure is said to be capable of rejuvenation, um, anti-gravity, uh, alien connectivity and communication, possibly even time travel. So today we're going to talk about the iconic Integratron. I, you know, I have heard, and probably from you, mm-hmm. pre this podcast, yeah. something like that. Maybe you posted something I about it. The, I don't work for them, but I preach their gospel. Yes, that's okay. The energy waves got into my skull, and now I am a slave. I'm a slave to them. Oh. I know it's pretty great. It's yeah. pretty great, um, so, and you're just something that's just like in the desert, like where it's like inconvenient to like, get to, makes it even more. Yeah, it's in the middle. It's in Landers, California, which is forty minutes outside of Joshua Tree. So it's like you don't even. It's not like you're going past, you know, the Cabazon dinosaurs or like the Morongo. It, you, you have to get really far off. And when I started going to it, it was pretty easy to book a sound bath there, which is what you do there. Uh, but now you have to book. Like I was thinking about when I was getting this episode ready. Oh, I want to go back out there and go to a sound bath. It's like a two month wait now. It's insane. People from all over go. We're gonna we're gonna talk about this too. I got some reviews. I went on Yelp. I did some deep research on Yelp to see what people thought of it. People's uh, preconceptions of it. How far is I it from called LA them proper? Just out of curiosity. Uh, it's about two hours. Okay. Um, I called them. Not this is not the first time I called them. But uh, they won't do interviews, the, the three women who own it right now. They won't um, give quotes. They won't. That's a quote, though. We don't give quotes. Yeah. So I got something. I am a journalist. Got them. So exactly. <laughs> um, so it's, that's always a really fun thing, I think, when, when places like that, and the Museum of Jurassic Technology does it too, where they shy away, which is also another episode of something else that is beloved to me in my identity here in L.A., I love it when they don't do that. It's so secretive. It's so mysterious. And it's like they don't need it. They're like too cool for us, yeah. for Ghost Town. Well, because, you know, I guess if we if we got too too much information to put out there, it, people would be less interested to come and check it out for themselves. Yeah. Which I can appreciate. Although no amount of information, I think, could really do this place justice. Like, we're going to try. 
but you really have to experience it. You know, like when we talk about barter houses or like, you know, places, you know, like the comedy store, whatever, like these are places you can go and visit and you kind of, I think, get a sense of what a comedy club is or a, you know, a, a penitentiary or a residence. Like you, you have a sense. When I'm talking about this giant geodesic dome in the middle of nowhere, you're like, I don't fucking know. Like, I it could be ge- anything. I go to geodesic domes all the time. <laughs> oh, fine. Yeah. You know, punch card? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, on the 10th one, I go zapped up into space. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> then you you don't get a new punch card later? Or no, like... Don't come back. So oh, God. Fairly well. You're on your way? Yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, um, some of us don't always frequent giant... Uh, fabled structures in the middle of the desert. So that's what we're here to do. Is it easy to get, like, do, do you, when you drive there, is it like a parking slot? Yeah, or, there's okay. a, it's all, like, you go, you're going past, like, you start on 29 Palms uh, Highway, essentially, and you're going, and the roads get smaller and smaller, they get less and less paved, and eventually you're, like, rolling in your car through yucca trees and there's a, like a turnoff, a really sharp turnoff. And there's a lot of like yurts and stuff in the desert too. Like there's a lot of dome shaped wooden structures. So you're like, is that it? Is that like, there's a couple that are kind of fake outs where you're like that. No, it's just like a weird water heater. And then you turn in and it's, it's a parking lot. Uh, you go in, there's all these signs. Like it's kind of like hippie ish too. Like, there's a lot of like art. There's a lot of um like wind catcher type art. There's also wind chimes, chime wind chi- yeah, there's chimes all aplenty. There's uh, so you go there and there's all these hammocks too that you can sit in and relax in until your sound bath. And there's a little structure and then there's a they recently put in a gift shop, which I was happy for, even though I was like, I get it. You're very popular now. Integratron. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it's a really fun, fun thing. But but I'm going to tell you more about it. But I just want to check in, too, um, about. Our li- do you have any news? Do we have any any things to any, any discuss? I mean, we have some it's stuff okay coming no. up. Yeah. But like uh, we have stuff coming up, but we're not. We're just in the talking about it phase. But it'll be coming up very very soon. Mm. We're very excited about. What we're talking about. Yes. Yeah. A little. A little. I mean, it's, it's, it's similar to what we're doing, but mm-hmm. a little bit of a like a little bit of a, a little slight. Yeah. Fork in the road, a where we something. go, and then we come, we come right back. Yeah, how about that? You like when we explore, yeah. Right? You like it. when we we stretch the boundaries of this medium, yeah. Right? I mean, uh, they could, and if you're like, oh, I listen to all. We know we hit, uh, we're over now, but uh, fifty proper episodes we've passed. Well, there's Whoa. more because I, don't, I wasn't counting the mini ones, but we're we'll, we're well past the fifty mark. I like that, and we're probably getting close to our one-year anniversary. Yeah, I think we are too. Yeah. Wow, we should do something for that. I don't yeah. know what, and I don't know when, and I don't know how. Yeah, well, and if but if you've listened to all of them, you're like, yeah, but I already caught up, you know where you can go. Oh, oh, oh. It's not in the desert. Mm-mm. It's, it's on in the internet, internet. superhighway <gasps> where you can surf the web. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right over, catch a wave to... Patreon.com slash ghost town pod bonus episodes up the wazoo. Can I say that? Oh my God. You can say that. You can say that if I can say bonies. (laughs) Jason hates that. Yeah. Single-handedly bringing down the podcast. Exactly. There's uh, two bonus episodes a month Mm -hmm. for the $2 level. And that helps get, uh, helps us with submissions to festivals so we can perform live Mm -hmm. and uh, some other, some other costs that we have. Yeah. Keeps up the podcast, uh, production fees, which can mean anything, anything. Pretty much like, 
cookies. Yeah, mostly it's cookies. Mostly Jason's cookie. cookie corner. Yeah, tiny um, cookie corner. Every once in a while, yeah, it can mean some weird uh, expenditure we have, uh, like tiny easels that we yeah. don't really use anymore no. for our papers. For our notes. Yeah. yeah. For our so, notes. So, you know, so it's whatever. Check it out. It's keeping up our AOL email accounts. That's really expensive. Um, our always, Google Glasses. Yeah, Google Glasses. Google uh-huh. Wave. Exactly. Our Maseratis. Yep. It's really important. Yeah. So and, please donate. And then if you ever want to say what up, I guess you can go to our Instagram, which is mm-hmm. Ghost Town Pod. Yeah, please do. Especially, I know a lot of you have probably been to this place because it's fairly popular. Um, but the history is not to be missed. We are also going to go to LA Breakfast Club, I believe, at some point. I don't know if I'm teasing at the yeah. wrong point. But uh, yeah, we want to we want to showcase some other things, some things that you could attend to. I think that's sure. also a really important part of the podcast. The exploration part is yeah. always kind of key. With like us. it's cool if we're talking about a place somewhere in remote, you know, Scandinavian coastline. But it's also really cool when it's something that you can get to like pretty easily and experience it for yourself. Have some firsthand experience. Yeah, mm, we like that. We love that. Um, and I've had a lot of, I've been to the Integratron, I would say maybe 12 times. What? <laughs> you should see I Jason's face. I haven't been to anything right 12 times. I've taken my parents there. <laughs> Just to get a sound bath? Yeah, we went there, went to Pioneer Town, which is another favorite okay. of mine, which I'll talk about too at some point. I think I'm going to have a big birthday this year in Pioneer Town. Who is? You're so, having? yeah, I think so. Because I haven't had a, a birthday thing in a while. So I think that might be the case. You're all invited. Yeah. Oof, I'm gonna regret saying that. Yeah. Yes, I will. Um, but uh, yeah, my parents were there. My parents, again, very like Norm Coar, Wisconsin Jews, went to get a sound bath, the Integratron. They loved it. Um, yeah, it's just one of those fun, not such a secret secret anymore. Um, and let's talk about it. So the Integratron is listed on the National Register of Historic Places by the National Park Service. So part of the Park Service, not part of um, historically tied to any city. Um, And it's, according to the Integratron's website, a resonant tabernacle and energy machine sited on a powerful geomagnetic vortex in the magical Mojave Desert. The good old mojo. (laughs) I I had to think about that. Um, So they really keep it chill and keep it pretty low key. (laughs) But I love that they... Oh, the website too is so it's like uh alien fonts in okay, the desert yeah. like hieroglyphics yeah they are very into it and i appreciate that yeah, i appreciate I that love it. um so it's creator george van tassel um he was born in 1910 he claimed that the structure is based on the design of moses's tabernacle the writings of nikola tesla and telepathic directions from extraterrestrials despite all of that George Van Tassel was an aeronautical engineer who worked for Lockheed uh, Douglas Aircraft and who was a test pilot for Howard Hughes at Hughes Aviation. He was also really into UFOs and was, I would say, one of the leaders of the UFO movement in the 40s and 50s. He held these annual spacecraft conventions at this place called Giant Rock where he lived for 25 years. So this guy, again, it's like, okay, just an engineer, no big deal. Uh, who loved aliens. And I also want to talk a little bit about what the Integratron looks like before we get into this too. It is a dome in the desert. It doesn't have any nails in it. Uh, it is held together with glue and some other types of adhesives. It is, I would say it would fit about 30. There's two floors. Um, the top floor is much smaller because it's a, it's a dome. 
the bottom floor has a bunch of UFO shit all over and some stuff about Van Tassel. And it's got a couple like overstuffed stuffed chairs, got some um, macrame, of course, dream catchers, of course. Um, and then you go up this, you have to take off your shoes and leave your cell phones downstairs. You go up this little ladder to the top area. And I would say comfortably, maybe 30 people can be up there. And there's these little mats and you lie down on the mat. You can have a blanket if you want. You don't need a blanket though. And then there's these quartz bowls in there. There's about 10 of them. Um, so you start, you get, and there's these little like porthole windows too. So you got this natural light. You can hear weird shit because the sound bounces from one side to the other. It like, it moves to the dome. But it, yeah, it, it's like you are on a sh- spaceship. Like it's a tiny spaceship. So you're just, you're laying on a mat. Yeah. For those of us who haven't been there 12 times, you're laying on a mat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? And the bo- what do the, the bowls do? The bowls are made of quartz and they all have a different frequency and note. So then this guy comes in and he's usually, it's either one of the sisters, the three sisters that now own it, or it's this guy who is the husband of one of the sisters. He comes up, he starts nonchalantly talking about different planets and how we're going to reach them today via the frequencies of these bowls. And you're like, yeah, baby, I'm ready. And then he starts playing the bowls. Um, okay. And they sound like, they're like, mm. so it, it, and it's reverberating in your brain. It, like takes over the space. It's really crazy and meditative and kind of intense. So you're laying there and just kind of listening to things and it's supposed to go through your body and make you feel lots of different things. People cry, but mostly people fall asleep because it's very relaxing. And you can hear the people who fall asleep because you can hear the sound so easily from like the other specific side of the room. And then after like, you know, a half hour, 40 minutes, they put on some weird new age music and you wake up and go, go back to your life. And you feel, you feel rejuvenated. You feel good. You feel energized. Aliens cannot speak to you clearly from inside your head. You know, people that, I mean, if you've never experienced it, I mean, experiencing like a new Mm -hmm. experience and sound has got to change you in some way. Yeah. I mean, my parents were just like chilled out after it, you know, and that's worst case scenario. Although I will read you some Yelp not so positive reviews uh-huh. later, um, but it's really fun and very special. And I've been to sound baths because, of course, I have in LA, and this is so special. Oh, they! Ha- that's what I was wondering if they had other ones. Yeah, they do. They have a, they have a couple. If you a lot of times like a yoga studio will do a sp- specific sound baths, or like the Ace Hotel, of course, will do some. Um, but generally, this is the place. Like this is the place that is the sound bath mecca because of this strange history. Um, But let's talk a little bit more about Van Hassel and Giant Rock. So Giant Rock is actually um, a couple miles away from the Integratron. And it is where the Integratron was conceived of with the whole alien contact, etc. So um, it's a large freestanding boulder in the Mojave directly adjacent to Landers. It is 5,800 square feet of ground, seven stories high. It's a giant rock. Like It looks like a giant fucking rock. It, it was supposed to be the, or it was the largest freestanding boulder in the world until a big piece broke off of it in 2000. Uh, Native Americans of Joshua Tree are considered considered sacred, um, sacred space, uh, sacred grounds. In the 1930s, Frank Kritzer moved to Giant Rock because he was inspired by, apparently there's a lot of desert tortoises that dig holes in there to cool themselves. And he was like, oh, this is my home now. So he dug out a home on the north side of the rock with the assistance of dynamite, of course, uh, they respect the land. Uh, white men respect the land. If there's anything you learn from this, learn that. 
Um, so he engineered a rainwater collection system and a tunnel for ventilation. The underground home was reportedly never hotter than 80 degrees and never cooler than 55 degrees. Kritzer transformed the nearby ancient lake bed into an airplane runway. runway. By 1941, the airport averaged a plane a day, which is not bad for the middle of fucking nowhere. Sadly, Kritzer perished in a self-detonated dynamite explosion in his room on July 24th, 1942, while being investigated by local police. (laughs) Um, At that time, Van Tassel, who was a friend of Kritzer's, of course, leased the property from the Bureau of Land Management, who had seized it, and left L.A. and moved to Giant Rock with his wife and probably three thrilled children. (laughs) Uh, George Van Tassel began conducting weekly meditation sessions in 1953 in the rooms underneath the giant rock, which he claimed led to UFO contact and finally to an actual encounter with extraterrestrials when, according to George, in August of that year, a saucer landed from the planet Venus. You'll hear a lot about this if you go there because they talk about the Venusians. Woke Van Tassel up and invited him onto the ship. These aliens gave him a formula for a proprietary frequency for rejuvenating living cell tissues. In 1957, he began building a structure he called the Integratron because the aliens wanted that. Um, again, I don't know what where that word specifically came from, aside from alien direction. Uh, so he was supposed to create the Integratron to perform this sacred, crazy rejuvenation ceremony. Van Tassel described his creation this way. The Integratron is a machine, a high-voltage electrostatic generator that would supply a broad range of frequencies to recharge the cell structure. That sounds kind of scientific and legitimate when you say it like that. Yeah, sign me up. Not when you say Venusians came to me, took me up uh, to their planet to make this thing where I can um, put sound frequencies through their bodies so we can all reach a state of nirvana, which I think they use nirvana quite a bit in the sound baths, as you'd imagine, too. Shortly after... um, Yeah, so when the rock broke, too, it was kind of strange. It fractured in two. No one really knows why or how that happened. And the hole inside was this beautiful white granite, which you'll see if you will put a picture up of the rock. It just, like, looks like a rock. But inside, beautiful, pristine. Maybe, I don't know, maybe aliens are involved. Uh, Okay, but back to Van Tassel. So he uh, had these, he was creating this structure from UFO contact, channelings, and ideas from scientists such as Nikola Tesla, and that was what created that unique architecture for the entire trend. He spent 18 years constructing the building. His annual spacecraft conventions were attended by tens of thousands across two decades, featuring speakers that included high-profile UFO contactees and pioneers in the fields of anti-gravity and primary energy research. Van Tassel led weekly meditations in the rooms under the rock from the 1950s to the 1970s, which he claimed led to more UFO contacts. The family hosted UFO conventions at Giant Rock for almost 20 years to raise money for the Integratron project. Um, so let's uh, take a little break and we'll get back to the fate of the Integratron. Hey y'all, Trey Kennedy here letting you know you need to subscribe to my podcast, Correct Opinions, the first and only podcast show where every opinion is correct, in my opinion. I talk all things my crazy social media life, relevant topics, and why your sister's gin reveal only reveals that she's annoying. So tune in and hear my takes on all the extra things happening in our society today. Subscribe to Correct Opinions on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. Okay, Okay. and we're back, baby. We're back, we're in it. We're back. Um, this this podcast would be the opposite of a sound bath, right? Yeah. These the frequencies you're getting from no, our voices, we're trashing your body. Yeah, it's like we're it worse. putting trash into your body. Yeah. We're not cleansing anything. No, no more we're garbage taking. up here in your heart. 
um, and all over the place. Okay, so back. It's 1959. You're in the middle of the desert. You're trying to create a structure that aliens told you to create, plus your science background. Um, 11,000 people approximately are are attending your spacecraft conventions, which help you create this thing. So Van Tassel continued to work on this. He was not an engineer anymore. He just became incredibly obsessed with the Integratron, creating it, having all of his UFO um, uh, meditations and meetings, all of that revenue went to it. He... He also wrote some books during this time to create more revenue, but it was all from alien stuff, which kind of is my dream. You know, the idea of just like writing books about aliens as you construct your alien structure and do big alien conventions at your giant rock that you live under. Not so bad. Not not such a bad life. We've talked about a lot of bad lives on this podcast. This one, I would say not as bad. Um, But unfortunately... Van Tassel died suddenly in 1978, after which the buildings at Giant Rock were vacated and gradually vandalized until the Bureau of Land Management found it necessary to bulldoze the remains. So there's parts of the rock that still are there. The whole structure is not there, Um, but there's some interesting photos of it at that time, too. We don't really also know how he died or where his body is. Just kidding. No, the body is buried. (laughs) Well, wouldn't that be great if the aliens took him back up? Hey, maybe. You You don't know. Yeah. Um, so after Van Tassel died, people were like, okay. And so there was some people like, well, what should we do with this weird half made building? A lot of people wanted to turn it into a disco, but that plan was never realized because 1978, we're getting to the eighties. We don't need another disco in the desert, you know, enough. We're at capacity. The Integratron, uh, was bought, uh, by three sisters who were kind of peripherally part of the restoration. They were from the area. Um, and they maintained the structure from then on for 30 years. So thank goodness that they uh, got this because they really are in the spirit of Van Tassel's uh, studies and what he wanted for it. So they carrying on that. Right? Like very convenient. Uh, Their focus is to restore and preserve the structure while sharing its amazing acoustical properties with the world via the sound bath. So they also, if you go to the sound bath, you will hear a lot about Venus and aliens, but it's not as heavy-handed as it might have been if Van Tassel were doing it. They also talk about science vaguely and relaxation and please be respectful of your neighbors, etc. Um, so the Integratron is open to the public. It's about $35 for a sound bath. And the restoration is a continuing effort. When you go there, you wouldn't think that, but they there's a lot of it that is from the original structure that they're trying to elevate. Um, it's made of wood, which even in the desert degrades quite a bit. Does it look, is it like futuristic looking? Yeah, it's like futuristic, like hipster futuristic. Okay. Like if you went into a store in Echo Park and it's like all white and then there's like a couple pieces of burning sage and tiny clay pots, you know, you're like, oh, this is like, modern but not at all does that make any sense yeah kind of okay um so it's a tourist attraction there are sound baths where people are exposed to harmonic frequencies produced by quartz bowls it has a deep calming effect and it is supposed to be according to many people acoustically perfect because there's no nails in there so a lot of musicians will go there to practice a lot of um, i think john mayer which we talked about last podcast I feel like it was John Mayer. Who's the guy who wears a fedora? Not John. Um, oh, John Legend? No. Um, 
It's not even John. La La Land. Oh, what's his? God, he's like this like soft core. Um, I feel like we know people who are like friends with him uh, who do stuff. Soft core? Like- oh, no. He's like, he had like one hit in like 2004. I wanna know who this is oh, now. Um, oh my god, people, help me out if you could respond See, he to had this. A f- fedora. Yeah, he had a fedora. Um oh, we're gonna look this up afterwards and <sighs> figure it out. I wanna know. I know. I forget who had who filmed a video in the in oh, okay. okay. Um it was either John Le- or <laughs> John Legend, <laughs> John Mayer, or this guy that I can't think of. So very informational. Thank you. Um, so let's see. The location of the Integraton is also a part of its essential functioning. It was built on an intersection. Jason Mraz. Yes, that's it. How did you know? Because what I did was I just kind of took, I was thinking about John Mayer. I was thinking about yeah. the year. I'm kind of thinking about their look. Yes. And I was thinking about the names and I was like, who else would Nailed be it. that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like a good, like huh? a softer, lamer version of yeah. the of those people. Yeah, you know it's hard to be. I like. I mean, he's got a song I like. I think oh. when it comes on the radio, Michelle gets very mad because she hates it. But he's from yeah. San Diego. Oh, which I used to live in San which, Diego. Yeah, I used to live there. Yeah. Like, okay, wait, oh. hey. But do you know what I'm talking about? That uh, the, some comedians who do stuff with him, they're like sketch comedians. Oh, really? I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that. Oh, uh, anyway, um, yeah, uh, he or John Mayer did a video there. I should have written that down. So, but anyway, the Integratron is part, it is built on the intersection of powerful geomagnetic forces that, when focused by the unique geometry of the building, concentrate and amplify the Earth's magnetic field. I don't know what that means. That is from the website. Uh, magnetometers read a significant spike in the Earth's magnetic field in the center of the Integratron, which is totally real and also a little creepy. But hey, don't fall asleep in them because it's very bothersome to the rest of the sound bath people. It was the Integratron's landmark nomination was approved in April of 2018 and is now listed in the National Register of Historic Places. Um, Yeah, it it is a testament to George Van Tassel's role in UFOology, um, the culture of the desert, uh, music, sound. Uh, architecture, it's a very unique place. And so unique that I was looking for other things to talk about, and I went on to Yelp, and I think this is a very good way to showcase some of the people's experiences. Um, So also, oddly enough, it's booked out till the end of August, right? It has only 173 reviews. It's 4.5 stars. Weird, right? People, I don't know, I feel like people don't want to... Share because maybe it's so, maybe it's very special to them. And I think by sharing it on Yelp, maybe it, I don't know. Yeah, maybe exploits that so. exactly. So Krista S gave it five stars. This place, holy moly! First off, do not believe any of the bad reviews. It is probably because they did not listen or abide by the rules. Rules are in place for a reason, and if you cannot follow them, then you deserve to be treated accordingly. I love this place. I live in Houston, and I'm already looking to go back. And I was just there last week. You have to be on the ball and book this place ahead of time. So stop yelping and go book. It is literally the most relaxing place I have ever been to in my life. Go about 45 minutes early, check in, go to the bathroom and sit in the hammock village, but do not talk on your cell phone or talk to your friends. If you are here, it is to relax and not social hour. I wish there was an option to just lay there all day. It is definitely a must do. She sounds like she can use it too. Yeah. (laughs) She likes to play by the rules, but she will let loose. Okay, 
Then we have uh, Kelsey C. Also give it five stars. Sound bath? Hippies banging bowls? Great. (laughs) 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 I can honestly say I was a hater. I'm not really big at anything spiritual, and I believe in science, not chakras. But the Integratron makes things seem not so black and white. The sound bath is actually a great experience. The gentleman playing the bowls is a regular guy who is passionate about what he does and truly believes in the power of this acoustically perfect building. And why wouldn't he? A lot of crazy things run through this area, and it didn't budge an inch during a devastating earthquake. Which, like, was she in an earthquake during this? I don't know. Once you get over how loud the sound bath is, it becomes a sensory deprivation type of experience, and I feel like it hits a frequency or touches a part of the brain that makes things go quiet. I left obviously more relaxed, and no, not because I took a nap. I know what it sounds like, but I do recommend checking out the Integratron and approaching things with an open mind. I enjoyed it so much, I even bought a magnet. Hold on a second. (laughs) So she went pedal to the metal. Yeah, yeah. She's like, how much do I like it? They'll prove it. Like, how about I buy a $6 magnet? Yeah. And they're like, you wouldn't. Are you convinced yet? I would, yeah. (laughs) I like how buying a magnet's like, I'm their biggest fan. Yeah. I bought a magnet. How about that? And I have all their demos. I am now the authority. (laughs) Exactly. Okay, okay. Let's switch gears, though. Here's Simon A. Oh, boy. He's not going (laughs) to... I get Simon. This he gave the Integratron a one star. Oh, come on, damning it should one get a star, star for just being called Integratron. <laughs> no, I know that's not what he thinks. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to connect with the sound waves and the alien planet in this doomed wonderland, but question mark awesome, awesome experience. The chilled arrival, hanging out in a hammock, climbing up a ladder to an amazing dome. That's where it stopped. (laughs) The acoustics are mind-blowing, as is the narrative before you launch. Then the bowl player asked me to turn it on my side, and I was breathing like I was snoring. It was a wrap. (laughs) The guy in from me was going through so way yoga moves, so I followed. Had an amazing acoustic stretch in last bed, the venue. Spock me back. (laughs) I don't... This person, I like how it doesn't work. Like, like I've used a couple of them; they work really well. Yeah, exactly. Um, this one's just broken. Nah, I didn't like it. It broke because I didn't. I'm not on a different planet right now. Okay, last one. Shana B, five stars. Nice. If you don't know, now you know. I that's good enough for me. I don't need to hear anymore. <laughs> right, that's Is it. There more of it? Don't no, need that's it. it. That's all she wanted. She was like, out. It was in all caps. But oh no, it wasn't. <laughs> I like Yelp reviews in Did all she caps. She didn't buy a magnet though. Then. then. <laughs> I know. That's a good point. It's a good point. So there's a little Whitman sampler of people who've experienced the Integratron. Do you want to go, Jason? How are you feeling? I mean, like, have you gone to ones in L.A.? Yeah. How do they compare? They don't. Is, this now, is, do like, they not this is like a fucking, like, uh, it's a whole it's thing, all, right? the whole thing. Yeah. Like, sound bands here that I've been to have, like, four quartz bowls, and they're in a yoga studio. Mm-hmm. There you're like, I guess I'm fucking lifting off. Here we are. Right. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Is there, so it's is, worth it. Would you say is there any benefits to, to going to a sound bath? I mean, I guess for the sheer relaxation. Part. Yeah, relaxation. It's a different experience. I think it's very calming. I think when people think about like meditation, uh, you're like, oh, like I just sit there, whatever. This is a different kind of meditation where it's it's almost like a weird orchestra that you're listening to that's calming you. So I think anything where people are getting away from like the confining nature of it's like new agey self care or like weird stigmas about like mental health and things like that. I think these are good things to explore. What if I'm on the go? 
and I just want to mm-hmm. listen to one. You want to go on my iPhone <laughs> with my with my yeah. earphones in at a farmer's market. <laughs> I think that's doable because I'm on the go. ideal. No, yeah, but yeah, a personal, a little like mini Integratron bite, yeah, little fix, well, um, yeah. Okay, buy it at the gift shop though. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I gotta have the magnet. <laughs> gotta have that magnet. She's like, oh, oh. <laughs> Are you doubting me? Watch this. I got a mag. I got the least expensive thing there. What's cheaper than that? Nothing. A bottled water, maybe. Some yeah. ionized yeah. Integratron there, water. There, there's like Palo Santo that might be cheaper. Yeah, but. Let's so get I tiny moon rock. And yeah. you know, every time they're in her kitchen, she's like, oh, this? It's this? Like, Didn't ask. Yeah. And they're like, well, I'm going to tell you anyway, because uh, I got the magnet. I invested in the magnet. I guess the mag. I mean, is the magnet any because it's like magnetic? Is there anything extra? No, I think it's a little like winking a nod to it. It's probably just a regular magnet. I assume something made in China or something. I don't know. know. Watch your brains, though. You get You went there twelve times. Where's your magnet? No, I didn't get one. Poser. 